All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. No, no, the clock is ticking. You can't, you can't keep saying no. I'm not ready, and then when you say yes, right as I reach for the button, you go no. Wait, you do it every time. All right. Well, when we get to this section, then I will ask a question. Gosh, I swear. Well, I can't. How many times do you want Let's me to press record? Let's not start record? a fight this time. You started the fight last time. Who wanted to do this in the first place? I. You, you wanted to do this one. This one was all you. I right. think my wife comes up and goes, "We're doing a podcast about the NFL." I'm like, uh. Okay. You should be ecstatic. <laughs> I, I am. I love a chick that can grill a steak and loves the NFL. I was a little bit unprepared. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, you know, let's just welcome move to, forward. Welcome to Gen X Talks podcast. This is the third official podcast without our idiot son, who is on location somewhere <laughs> in the world doing FFH stuff with Buford as goat. He's going to be busy till the. The beginning of October, I think, because the fair's coming up, and th- this goat just takes up all his time. It is a lot. It is a lot more work than I thought. And it was now we be. added school into the mix, so that's all. It's a lot. We got to yeah. find a balance. Yeah. Remember, we were talking about we were trying to. Yeah, you were trying to calm me down by going, "Let's wait. Let's find a balance. Let's see how this works out." It is. I think it's going to take a few weeks of adjustment before right. we get this. So we're going to float the boat here. Okay, so the whole gig is um, you want to do an NFL one because the because the season's starting. Yes, it's coming up. So you said somebody sent us something. I got a copy of it. Um, I don't. You probably don't remember who, but what what are we listening to again? What is it we're playing? Uh, Colin Cowherd's predictions for his five like blown up predictions for okay. this new season. You know what? I just thought of something. What's that? Um, maybe before we get into that, do you want to tell him about your pigskin pick'em thing? Do you want to cover that with the kid? Well, you go ahead. I you you launch it. Um. Well, just he's be, doing it. Yeah. Which, before we, uh, yeah, you're right. Before we go anywhere with what the what the little misses, what the little lady wanted to talk about, <laughs> um, the pigskin pick'em is something you guys can join, and it's free. Um, you just sign up, and all all you do is pick a winner. You don't have to know teams, and you don't have to know players and coaches and injured lists, and, and you don't have to fun. know anything. You literally just sign up, and all you do is is you look at it. It comes up on your screen. It gives you two teams. You click one. You can literally guess. You don't have to know football to, to guess and have fun. Um, there are some pros that play. There are. We've done this two years officially with Gen X Talks. But this has got to be our sixth or seventh year doing it family. And I will tell you right now, the name to beat is Gen X Mom. Not true. Every year she's in the running. She's always first, second, or third every year. And she walks around here strutting her stuff when she's ahead. (laughs) And we all have to live with it. So if you want to knock her down a peg or two, just sign up for Pigskin Pick'em. And just just play. Just, and how just do pick they do one. that? Well, the easiest way I think at this point would be to go to the kids' website, genxtalks.com, and just scroll till you see the 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 the, the, 
light blue pigskin pick'em logo, and you click it. That's it. It just takes you right through it. You put in your email, and you, you pick a name that you want to be. You can you can pick any name you'd like to play under, play as. Well, they gotta they gotta email Gen Z kid first for a code. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got to email them. Because yeah. we have it private. Not right. anybody, not that's just anybody right. can that's join. That's right. I forgot you guys set it up private. I do apologize, I listening audience. I guess I should have done it. You should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. You, I fucked it up. Let's start over. You have to email Gen Z Kid, and he sends you a, a code, and then you go to the link. You follow the link, put in the code, you join. Then you send him one more email back, letting him know what your name is. That way, if you win some of the prizes at the end of the year, we have a way to get in contact with you. If you call yourself Bubba Joe seventy nine, and Bubba Joe seventy nine wins Pink Skin Pick'em, we have no idea who that is. <laughs> we don't know how to send something to Bubba Joe 79. So please email the kid, Gen Z kid at genxtalks.com. He'll send you a link and a code. Click it, fill it out, and please email him back when you're done, letting him know who Bubba Joe 79 really is. And for those that don't know what to do, don't you have like a YouTube video, a how-to? I think uh, it's on the website. There's a oh, link. Is it website? I, I, on the website, it has a little link. It says, here, follow this, and you can just watch a quick tutorial, but it's okay. pretty easy. Yes. There's a step-by-step way. You can't screw it up. And if you get lost, email the kid again. He'll yeah, walk exactly. you through it. Or if you have questions, he, yeah. he will answer questions if you just have no idea what we're talking about this this is, this is all on him. He's doing the whole pigskin pick'em this year. Like I said, you just guess. You just pick a team it's and move fun. on. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way, I fumbled that way longer than it was supposed to be. Okay. No pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you had something. Now, go ahead. and You bring up what's next. All right. So a, a follower of ours, uh, someone that's been with us for a very long time, sent me an email with a Cal- Colin Cowherd, uh, like, bold predictions for this next year and yeah. I listen to it there are five and we're gonna listen to it and then Gen X dad and I are gonna talk about it and give our opinion on it so there's five of them you guys might have heard this video but um it's Gen short. X dad and I yeah, are gonna break long. it down and then if there's time we're gonna just kind of talk about the football season ahead and our thoughts so I'll play this for you. Um, this is kind of a fumbling mess. We've never done this before, but I'm going to give it a shot. I think I got it figured out. And we'll just slice this up into pieces. So this is Colin Cowherd from, he's with Fox Sports, right, isn't he? That is correct. Okay, so let's hear his predictions, and then we'll, we'll stop and we'll go back to Gen X mom and Gen X dad. These are my five riskiest, biggest predictions of the year. Number one, Minnesota wins the NFC North, and I think they may win it going away. First of all, 14 Viking games were decided by one score, easily the most in the league, and they lost eight games by one score, easily the most in the league. But they have pivoted to an offensive coach who will support Kirk Cousins. All right, there's the one for the Minnesota Vikings. Thoughts on that, Gen X mom? I just, you know, it's it's going to be close, I think, in that area. The Packers and the Vikings, That that's going to be a tough one to watch. It's I think it's going to battle. I think all season long it's going to be Vikings, Packers. I think they're going to kind of trade off for a little bit. Oh, who, I just... Who, who, are the, who does Aaron Rodgers have to throw to? Well, I'm I just... I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't think they do. I think they lost a couple people. Well, I just he's just 
just all about team. He's so focused. Yeah. And he, he's kind of like, I hate to say this, but he get, doesn't get enough credit as being a long-term quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's been around the league for a really long time. So he's got that I, behind him. I, he's got a lot of experience. I just, I don't know. I think I'm hung up on him because he's an asshole. Oh, you know what? That's what you... Okay, so politics, we can't do that either. You I know. Go, this is about football and who can play and who cannot. Um, oh, man. How, what do you think? I, I'm sitting... Those two are going to be like in the top. Well, two. if you're talking about the NFC North, I guarantee the Lions aren't going to be in it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was, oh, I think Chicago is going to come out at the bottom, too. I, I don't think, think they've uh, got it. No, I think if you had to just sit on that, I would, I would, I would say um, I'm not... For not the same reasons Colin said, but I'd go with the Vikings. I would. You are? Yeah, I would go with the Vikings. If I had to make a decision, I'm going to say Green Bay. I'm going to disagree. Really? Yeah. All right, let's go to the next That's one. That's how I feel today. <laughs> yeah, today. <laughs> you ready? Yep. Number two, the Cowboys miss the playoffs. They will not win the division, and they won't even make the wild card. First of all, Dallas has not made the playoffs in back-to-back -back years since 06 and 07. Lots of areas concern me. Didn't land Vaughn Miller and lost Randy Gregory. Don't have a world-class pass rush. That means you can double more often Micah Parsons. Number three. All right. What are your thoughts on that one? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I agree I, with him. I can't believe that. Well, I disagree. They're, I think they're going to make the wild card. I think they'll make the wild card well, round. I just don't Did think he say wild card? Or he did. did. He, say he said he goes, they won't oh, make they the playoffs. playoffs. He goes, they won't even make the wild card round. And I, I don't know about that. I think there's a possibility of a wild card, but they're going out early. Well, he was talking about losing their pass rush, you know, not acquiring Von Miller. Um, I'm saying they don't have, they're, they're, they still got to worry about a cohesive offensive line. That's my thing. I don't, well, yeah, they're they, just a mess. Yeah. I think they're just a mess overall. All right. So we agree <laughs> with his prediction on that, basically. Well, basic. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll make the wild card, but I don't think they're going to go far. Well, I think they're going to make. I think they'll do the wild card slot, but they're not going to go very far. They won't go deep. All right, next one. All right. Number three, big bold prediction. Bill Belichick retires at the end of the season. First of all, retirement's weird. He likes to golf. He's got a house in Jupiter, Florida, and a beautiful girlfriend. Nice round number of seventy. He hasn't named coordinators. He's got kids on the staff. The reality is Bob Kraft and Belichick have always had a little bit of a turbulent relationship. Kraft was close with Brady. Every book you read about New England, Kraft tolerated a lot of the surliness of Belichick. Belichick retiring from the Patriots. That's his Plus, prediction. Everybody's got to retire sometime. I mean, I think he's going to. If it. Yeah, I think he. I think that's true. Well, there's two things. It's in time there. to go. There's two things in there. Are three things that Colin got right in that. One, he's never got along with ownership. Correct. He's always him and Robert Kraft have always been at odds. That is correct. Um, the second thing was he has a bunch of kids running his coordinator positions. There's nobody that has a ton of experience that's going to stick. That's like, okay, we're here to stay and we're let's make something happen. But number three, the most important factor. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know why Colin brought this up. Hey, I wouldn't give you a retire shit. if you have a beautiful girlfriend? You know, you can golf every day, and you have a home in Florida. I don't know. Uh, girlfriends <laughs> are expensive. If I was married, I might be okay. But girlfriends are really expensive. Oh, 
wouldn't you want to live out your days in Florida? Well, my whole thing is who cares? Why is this Colin Cowherd's prediction? He's talking about bold predictions for the NFL. Because he's been around the league forever. He's like a a dinosaur. I mean, do you know how many people want to fast forward this shit? Because it doesn't matter. I know exactly. All right, let's get on to the next one. I can't even believe he put that in his prediction. Uh, A bold prediction. Yeah, who cares? Well, eventually he's going to retire. Ready? Okay, what is it? Four. I think Russell Wilson wins MVP. He's never gotten a vote, and that's why I think he wins MVP, because now I think it's a good story. And I also think between Brady to Tampa and Stafford to the Rams, when you come to a team and all they need is a catalyst, there is a certain energy that you bring to a team and hopefulness. And let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs, played his best football with Nathaniel Hackett who is now Russell Wilson's coach. All right. Okay. You want to go first or me? Uh, you can go. Yeah. No, he is not going to be MVP. How, why Why do you say that? He really... I just, I don't. I don't think, I think the Broncos are in a still a rebuild, a, a building stage. I, I think the excitement, half of his, his comments were right. I think he's going to bring excitement to the stadium. I think he's going to bring excitement to the team. I think they're going to start off real slow. I don't see them coming out of the gates really, really strong because everybody's got to blend and get into the field and know everybody. That's the same for every team, though. It's kind of like the hype when Peyton Manning came through. Yeah. Same thing. But I don't think he can go the distance. Here's my prediction. Yeah. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to surprise people, and I think it's going to be Josh Allen. Why would you say that? That's my prediction. You always <laughs> I ask you. I asked every, if you wanted to go. Every year, no. and I tell you, we're in a three. You said Josh Allen's going to win MVP? No. That's what, I, okay. I, that's what I'm saying. You said the Bills are going to do I it. said the Bills, no. I said the Bills are going to go far. Okay. I think they're going to surprise everybody because they did so well last year. I think Josh Allen's going to be MVP this year. I think Colin nailed this one. I really do. I think he had everything he said was spot on. You're talking about a team that just needed a catalyst. That's what those were his words. I think that's right. Needed a guy to come in who is still young enough. I still think Russell Wilson's got three or four seasons in him. It's still good. I think he's angry about the way um, he's been um, playing and been used in the last few years. I don't think uh, things were going his way the way he wanted them to. I think he was frustrated. This is definitely a breath of fresh air for him and the team. And here he is coming in, and he is going to try his hardest. This move, he, what he, what Russell Wilson doesn't want to have happen is he doesn't want to do poorly and have everybody go, see, dude, it's just you. Wherever you play, it's just you. You're not going to ever win. Nice tries, and you're never going to come back, so just quit. He's going to come out there. He's going to pump that team. He's going to pump up himself. And Colin's right. What a great story to be able to vote for that guy for MVP. If he does really well, why not? Yeah, but do you, but did you see their division? He's going to have to prove himself against the Chiefs. Yeah. The Raiders. I mean, Derek Carr, if he gets hot. Well, and the Chargers have that young buck. Uh, well, what's his name? There's, uh, Heber, Hebert. There's Herbert. Two, Herbert. There's two things. Um, the thing that's gonna that might slow down the Chiefs a little bit. They have the toughest schedule this year in the, all the NFL. Mm-hmm. They have a really tough schedule that might give a little leverage there. And number two, the the Raiders have a little bit of a tough schedule too. Right. They're like ranked third in the NFL for as far as how bad their schedule is. And if they can't, 
if the Raiders can't shore up their offensive line, if they can't find some cohesion, it just it kills your entire offense. There goes your run game. You don't have a run game. There goes your pass game. I mean, it's just common sense. Everybody knows this. This isn't this isn't brilliance. This is just me staring out my front door, going, "Well, you're fucked if you don't get your offensive line. You're in trouble." So they have a tough schedule, right. the Raiders. They may not be cohesive. They they have the potential of doing really well if they can get their shit together, or barely breaking five hundred. It can be that dramatic of a swing. Yeah, I agree. I, I just It just depends on who shows up on game day. Now, the Broncos have an easier schedule, and they're, on, they're, they're ready to go. They got a fire. They, I mean, a big fire. They want to win this one so bad. Well, they're so. going to have to hold that for the whole entire season, and mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't see that happening. I just don't yet. Plus, Josh McDaniels is part of the Raider organization, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think in that division, I think it's going to be interesting to watch the um, the younger quarterbacks there, uh, Mahomes and that guy That's, on the Chargers. They're yeah. young and they've got some arms on them. Those two, I well, the good news about the Chargers okay. is they barely missed the playoff last year. Yeah, and um, they they came back healthy. In fact, they they had like one position. I remember some interview they were talking about, and they said, "Well, uh, what's the what's the one thing you're worried about um, this season?" And he's like, uh, "We got a right tackle that we're not super happy with." That was it. That was it. <laughs> that was this whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I I just that'll be an interesting. I just don't see. No, Russell Wilson is not going to be MVP. I can't. I, I just can't he, see that. I I think I he's going to have to have a. Sp- spectacular season. It's Justin Herbert. Yes, you were Herbert. right. That's what if he has a great season, I think Colin I think Colin's right. Coward's right. If he has a great season, why wouldn't it's a Cinderella story. Like how can you can you believe went to a new got a new team, got a new quarterback on the new team, got coaches in behind me. Yeah, I can see it happening. I can see them favoring him to be MVP because of the story. I'm with Colin on that one completely. Okay, we'll All see. Right, let's see what's next here. What do you got next? Oh, 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 oh. Where'd it go? Did I lose that damn thing again? Um, I had it here somewhere. There it is. Okay, here we go. I think the Rams are going to repeat. I know it hasn't happened since 2003-2004. A lot of things to remember. Seattle's now tanking, Arizona's been noisy, and we don't know if Trey Lance can play. The division is not as tough as it was. They're going to get more layup wins. Secondly, they didn't have Cam Akers last year, and they drafted a running back, so Stafford will have a better running back game behind him. There's also room for improvement. You know, it's like... The games were close in the playoffs, right? San Francisco and Tampa Bay and the Cincinnati Super Bowl. And Stafford led the NFL in interceptions. All right. So that's it from Colin. We're done with him. Interesting. So you want me to go first on the Rams thing? Go ahead. Okay. Um, I think he, I think he's, obviously he's, he's stating something that's real simple to know. The division uh, is is simple for them to walk their way through. The division is easy. I don't, and their schedule is fairly easy, and they're healthy. I mean, they're, you're talking about the Cardinals, the Niners, and the Seahawks, and I think they're going to just run shotgun all over them. Also, their schedule is not too tough. It's a pretty pretty middle of the road schedule. Now, 
Yeah, as long as they don't rely on their on their Super Bowl laurels, you're talking about a team that has an easy division, a pretty easy schedule. They've picked up a couple players. They've got the momentum, and they're and they're they're on their way. They're 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 coming into spring training and coming up towards game time now, and they're ready to go. They're 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 ready. They aren't questioning anybody now. What Colin said about room for improvement that is the key factor right there. Somebody has to remind them we barely won last year. Someone has to constantly remind those guys we barely did it. We were just, you know, we in the right place at the right time. Yeah, but they did it. You got to give them credit. They won, but you know, it's not like they beat their opponents by thirty-five points. You know, they they're going to have to keep their Head on straight. But I, th- they- I agree with you on their season, but I think the playoffs are going to be the difficult. Once you weed out all that stuff, yeah. the playoffs are going to be difficult. That is going to be a difficult thing. So, um, All right, let me just ask you, who can beat them? Who can- Any, anywhere in the league, who, who has the best shot at beating them? Regular season or playoffs, uh, either side, a- AFC or NFC? Who, who can give them a run for their money? I think uh, the Bucks can with Tom Brady. I do not. I, don't think, I think the Rams would own them this year. Really? Yeah. Um, who else? Let me think. Um, hmm. I think they'd have their hands full with Kansas City. I think the Buffalo Bills could. And the Bills. Yeah, I think the Bills. I have been saying for the past three years, I said, the Bills are going to have a three- to five-year window where they can win the Super Bowl. Now, now this is year four, but, and they've made some runs. They've made the playoffs, and they, God, they are a good team. They are just a solid, good football club. I have a club. Super Bowl prediction. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I, do you want to both, you want to just jump and go, your AFC is, you want to do it that way? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do mine. You say it at the same time as me, go. When I say AFC, on we two. Both. On two? Yeah. One, two, three, and we say it, or one, two, and we say it on three? <laughs> one, two, and we say it on three. Okay, so you're going to go one, two, team name. Right. Okay, and this is for the AFC. This is for the Super Bowl. Who's going to make it? Yeah, okay. AFC, ready? Yeah. AFC, one, two, Bills. Buffalo Bills. Yep, <laughs> same team. Yep. Okay, NFC. I got to tell you. I, just so you know, I feel like you're kiping my doobage. I think you're coming along. Johnny, come <laughs> I've been saying it for three no, years now no. that their window is open. They're a solid team. I've been calling it out, and now you're they've, like, they've oh, yeah. I think progressively that's a- have gotten better. They're like that silent thing in the background that they're just like, you know, the fly on the they wall. They are a great football club, and you're stealing my thunder right at this oh, time. Oh, whatever. Okay, so ready? <laughs> yeah. This is the NFC. Yeah. So we got the Bills for the Super Bowl on yeah, the AFC side. You said side. the Buffalo Bills. I just said Bills. Should I say the whole team? Well, that's appropriate. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. NFC side. Yeah. You ready? Yes. NFC. Uh-huh. One, two, Los Rams. Angeles Rams. <laughs> now, see, you, you, <laughs> now you said it short. You made, There's no way we predicted the same you thing. You just told me to say the full name. You just said it. <laughs> You just said, well, it's appropriate to say the whole name, so I apologize. Los I Angeles corrected it. Los Angeles is too long. Oh I should have said God. L.A. Rams. No way we have the same prediction. Yeah, completely. But I've Get been, out of my head. Hey, stop. Get out of my head. You know, just because you seem to win more often than I do, shut up. Although, I am going to take you up on your bet. Which bet? You wanted to open up three Bovada accounts. 
That is correct. You wanted to put like $100 on each account. Correct. And one for the kid to bet, one for you to bet, and one for myself to bet. And let's see who ends up broke or the most <laughs> money at the end of the season. If you're broke, you're out? Or can you borrow from no, the bank? you're done. Nope, oh. you're out. When you're broke, that's it. Oh, okay. So I will take wow, you up $100? on that. Wow, $100? That's all I got. I'm not that's a, it? I'm not a wealthy man. <laughs> Go <laughs> to let's your... borrow from the kid. <laughs> Here's some of your gas money that they gave you. You're going to just borrow some of that. You should do that. So, wow, I can't believe we're predicting the same thing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's almost like we're married. Weird, huh? Kind of weird. I was battling on NFC about Brady. You know, he he was so crushed last season when he just didn't get there. And I was thinking, maybe he's going to push one more season. Like, this will be his just, he's going to push for one more ring. Well, but then, I don't know. That's I, I was teetering. Rams, or is he going to come back and, and do it again? Let I don't me, know. Let me help you. I can solve this for you right now. Oh, well, really? I, okay. I, I, hey, I rubbed the magic eight ball sitting here in my lab. <laughs> I was listening out the corner of my eye, and I'm telling you, this is one of those times. We've seen it with Joe Montana. We've seen it with Peyton Manning. You just go one too many seasons. I think... I think he's going to, the hot dog, uh, the mustard is coming off the hot dog on this one. I don't think he's going to have the zip. I don't think he's going to have the awareness. I think he's going to get sacked a lot. Mm. I think it's going to go the other way and everyone's going to say, Tom, you should have quit while I you I was ahead. just going to ask you, should he have walked away last year? I think so. I think this is going to be the year that he starts to slide and he'll fight. He's a fighter, no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, he but is. I don't think it's going to work. I mean, sometimes you just, no matter how much you will and desire, how much your brain is working, the body just doesn't keep up. And yeah, I he think, really got sacked a lot last year. He was going down. And, and you know, when you start getting in your 40s i don't care how <laughs> in shape you are it, it get up a little slower each time it might take a few more days to recover <laughs> from that i mean these big guys come at you so i i, I agree with you i think he should have just walked away the thing that bothers me about the nfl right now and i guess it's every season could be this way is i'm kind of looking across the board and to me there's a bunch of nothing teams there's it's a bunch of sad well you know i like it i liked it when every team had a legitimate shot Every team is like, all right, if you guys stay healthy, we've got the tools, we've got the arsenal, we could do something here. And I'm looking I'm looking at the board right now. I can name six teams that there's no fucking way they're getting into the Super Bowl. I am. They're, gonna, they're all going to go sad. to the Super Bowl, but they're buying tickets. That's it. <laughs> That's how they're getting there. I, I don't know. I just I feel the same way. It seems like we keep talking about the same, same teams. Yeah, the same five teams or so. Every you know? year. I wonder if there's any changes in NFL rules. This year. You know what? That I didn't look up. There's always changes. They're, they always make changes, but I don't I don't know if there's anything significant this year. If there has been, I have not made myself completely aware. Well, let's see if I can look these up just really quick and see if there's anything worth talking about. I don't well, think so. The, the, the reason it bothers me when I said there's just teams that you, like, you look at the Texans and, you know, you look at the Lions and you're thinking there's just no way they're not going to have anything there's not. There's no way in hell that you, you can pick. You can pick six or seven teams right now. They're never going to make it to the Super Bowl. So, you know, when you go in, bet against them. You know, whoever they're playing, you know that they're not going to finish even in the wild card slot. Like you said, we can narrow. I wonder if we really tried. If we really thought about it, I wonder if we could predict. We could give you the postseason teams right now. <laughs> I wonder if we I, could. You know, I was thinking about it. Actually, <laughs> I did. I have already picked all my. 
AFC North, AFC East. Are you kidding? You I did already th- broke it down. You did that. Yeah, I already know my predictions of who's going. I hate you. <laughs> I, I did. I, I have it. I'm you. keeping this piece of paper. That's mine. I printed that. that yeah, was well, a- I wrote on it. But I already did. I I just sat down and did the whole thing. And um, if I want to post it, I'll post it. If I don't, well, then people are just going to have to wait. I just wonder how many people are going to be ahead of you in Pigskin Pick'em. A lot. If they actually sign up and they actually play, I wonder how how many big boy heavy hitters can outfox you this year. I'm sure there's a lot. I don't know. There's not even that many people signed up. So, you know, your competition's looking good. <laughs> the less people that play, the better chances you have. Well, yeah, that's true. I, we'll have to see. And the thing with the pickskin pick'em is you, it's, for, it's for endurance. Yeah. You know, once you get into the holiday season, everybody yep. starts forgetting. So <laughs> that's where you pick up speed. That's true. There's um, lots of people fall off the charts. We had people that were in first place one year that yeah. went down to like 15th because they didn't even play. They forgot to turn in their exactly. stuff. Exactly. Well, and if you miss a week. That's on you. A week is fine. But once you start going two and three, then you're kind of in trouble after that. So that's not so cool. Is there anybody you hate in the NFL? As in a person? Yeah, like a player, a coach, an owner. Is there anybody that like just sticks out in your mind? Um, maybe now or currently you know, uh, in the past? Well, names? I'm not a fan of craft, but, you know, I say this of everybody in that kind of a position that... Why don't you fade it? Well, first, why? I just, I just don't... I just... He's so... I guess because he's so cut and dry, but that's what you have to be to be an owner. There's no emotional attachment at all. It's like... You're done, you're done, you're he done, you're done. He was pretty close with Brady. They were pretty good friends. Yeah, they were. I'm, they probably still are. We don't that, know. I thought you were going to say about that sex scandal he got in. I don't care about that. If that's what he wants to do, then <laughs> have at it, old man. Good luck. God love him. That's how I feel. If he can get it up at 75. <laughs> Amen, brother. Then go for it. That's for his wife or girlfriend to deal with, not me. I don't care. I don't really care about that. All right, well. But I think owners, they have to be really cold and just, they, they can't have an emotional attachment to much. No. You know, you just got to, you just got to go. You know who, Is there anybody, I'm not a fan of Aaron Rodgers. I'm kind of like oh, he's an, with I you. I guy. think, he's but it's asshole. not just off the field. It's on the field too. I think he is a jerk to his teammates. And I think that's why sometimes they just look at him going, Ugh, we don't want you as a leader. Uh, yeah. I think he's losing respect with his team now, teammates. Okay. And look at the opposite of that. Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback, right. but yeah. loses the respect of his team. Peyton Manning was actually running out of steam. He was no longer a great quarterback. He was struggling in right. the fourth he quarter of every game. He could barely even play, but he commanded such respect. His team carried him. Oh, yeah, the defense they did They took for up that and said that. Now, there's a difference between the two men. Right. A great quarterback, and your team doesn't help as much as they could. A, a, an aging, failing quarterback, and your team comes, rallies around you. Because I think it's the attitude that's brought to the field. Yeah. I mean, Peyton Manning was a team player. He knew his faults. He knew he was getting tired. Who knows what happened in that locker room? He probably admitted his faults, which would be amazing if a quarterback did and goes, hey, guys, this is what I'm bringing to the table. If you guys can can push me over the line, I will give you 110%. I, would, you know? I would think he did that very thing. I would bet that somewhere along the line in the in the locker room, he said, I'm, I'm struggling, guys. And I think his team said, we got you. 
you know, give us what you can and we'll we'll do the rest. That wouldn't surprise me at all with the type of man he is. I think so too. I I would love to meet Peyton Manning one day. I really would. I think he'd yeah. be amazing to meet. I think he's pretty he comes across as a down home just yep. regular guy. I would agree with that too. What I'm looking forward to for NFL in the future, when I look at the NFL as a whole, is I'm really liking all the young quarterbacks because I think we're gonna have a shift. You know, Roethlisberger left last year. Yeah, some you know, of the big names are going. Yeah, I think there we're gonna start see a shift. We still have we have more young guys than older or or you know, people that have been yeah, in the right. in the game for a while. But I think we're gonna start seeing a shift and I think the NFL is gonna change a little bit as these older ones leave and um uh who is the New Orleans quarterback I'm drawing up who just left too? Uh, oh my gosh! I it just was, um, um, Drew Brees. Yeah, and he left too. I don't think it was last year. I think it was two years ago. Yeah, but I mean, you know, those guys. You was, think the veterans are moving on? I got you. Yeah, so I think we're going to see a change, and and we're going to see these young kids moving around the league a little bit, or they're going to find a niche and they're going to start developing these kids. And I, I think, think things are going to start heating I think, up. I think the kids uh, that are coming up. Um, these quarterbacks, and I can compare them to quarterbacks in the 70s and 80s for sure, but I think on a whole they move a lot faster. Even as they age, they don't have to sit in the pocket. You yes. know, they can they can move. You know, like John Elway sat in the pocket. You, when that dude started running, everybody held their breath. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, here he goes. But um, but boy, these new guys they can run. They can yeah. they can move. They don't have to sit in the pocket. They they're not afraid to get out there. Yeah, you know, look at Mahomes. Mahomes, <laughs> I won every season. I wonder if he's going to lead their team in rushing yards and he's their quarterback. <laughs> well, you know when he first came in and he was doing all those crazy plays, like off the book plays, yeah. and you're going, what? It was just like it was just. It reminded me of Michael Vick. Michael Vick just ran, yeah. and ran, but it's like street ball. It's like you're playing exactly. street ball in the park. And then all of a sudden, did you see like? The second season he played, everybody was like, oh, yeah, we got well, you. It's like everybody's like, well, you threw all that crap out there. <laughs> We've seen it all. We're ready for you. Funny, I think whoever saw those tapes was brilliant. Like the They funny, were like ready. Well, the funny part is is that no one, you know, when Michael Vick played in the league and he was, uh, he, he would absolutely run and flick the ball and fling the ball and do all these weird things. Yes. And it, they were winning and they were scoring and they were gaining yardage. Because they're not going by the quote-unquote no, playbook. No, they're not. <laughs> and what I tried to tell people back then, I was I was on par with some, with some other people who said the same thing. I said, okay, he's playing street ball and yep. it's fun to watch and he's creative and he's out there. But those defenses are professional football players, and they're going to stick to their game. And eventually, they're going to make small adjustments and yes. small adjustments and small adjustments, and then they've got you. And Michael Vick, eventually, he was he was slowed way down. Mm -hmm. Same with Mahomes. The next year, he's like, hey, some of this freelance stuff isn't working as well. They made some adjustments. Now, you, you guys like that are really hard to stop anyway, but you cannot go out there and play uh, street football for too long against professional defenses. Agreed. Eventually, they make some adjustments, they stay the course, they don't chase you around, and they'll stop you. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. That's a good coordinator, though. There's a good, oh, yeah. you defensive know, defensive coordinator, yes. They watch those films, and they're like, yeah. Don't get rattled, make some adjustments. Yep, and then they can see the setup. I mean, they're going to see it. They they showed all that stuff. Um, uh, Andy Reid, he impresses me 
every he, year. Absolutely one of the most amazing coaches I've he, ever watched. He is. He's 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 amazing and he's got a great rapport with Mahomes. Um I think they could do some really great things, but you know, well time will tell. We'll have to see what happens. I think the one of the home I think this is an overlooked thing with a coach. I think this is completely overlooked as a head coach. And this is one of the places where Josh McDaniel fails miserably. Whether you're a head coach or even a coordinator, but we'll go with head coach for the moment. I think one of the biggest assets you can have at being a great coach and all of a sudden having a great team is how you manage the locker room. Oh, for sure. It's how, again respect. It's you, a, it's, if you can manage those egos, yeah. if you can manage hurt feelings, if you can manage a locker room, you have now the potential to turn that team into anything you want. Yep. That's just my opinion. I don't think I don't think people talk enough about that in any league, but especially football. I don't think they give credit to the coach that can. Now you got Belichick who just goes, "This is the way we're fucking doing it." <laughs> You know, you got to remember, yeah. Belichick, he builds a playbook, how he wants his team. Then he goes, okay. Let's so, fill it. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to need a tight end that can do these things. Can you do that? Good. Yeah. I need a wide receiver that can do backwards. these things. Can you do this? And then he goes, now I need a running back that can run these. Can you be that running back? Okay, you're hired. Guess what he does? He plays fantasy football with a real yeah. NFL team. Everybody else... They get a they get a wide receiver and go okay let's make some plays for what this guy knows how to do he's really good at these things let's make some plays that do that Belichick's yeah. completely the opposite and his <laughs> system is like I will just go find another player another ball player that can do these things I don't it's care who you are it's fantasy football to him he got a, he got he's a like here's his fantasy league <laughs> here it is this is what I want let me draft them it's, it's but see That's what he's doing. Tying that, tying that into the locker room, he's, it would be very easy for Belichick to go, look, if you don't do what I fucking tell you, I'll find someone who can. I don't care if you're a star. All I need is somebody to run this route. If you can't do it, I'll That's find somebody true. else that can. That's true. I don't yeah, think anybody else manages their locker room quite like that. I don't think any, uh, any other guy. Sean McVay. Yeah. He is loved by his Rams. They absolutely, and I think being a young um, head coach helps with that team. I think he's earned a lot of respect for every, I mean, they all, the whole team just yeah. respects they him. They love and, and respect that guy. And he's nothing like Belichick. He's a complete opposite. Oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's just, when you look at it that way, that makes a big difference. Yeah. When you go out on the field, you're going to respect the decisions that are made by your head coach. You know, I think the highlight of this year coming up, and I can't wait. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to offer you something because there's, it's not too many times during the week, maybe once or twice each week for the entire season. When these moments come up, I'm going to be so thrilled that I will buy dinner for you those nights. Which nights? When Chris Collinsworth announces oh, games. Oh, man. When you can hear that man announcing football games, when you can hear him calling things out, when pointing things out, his analytics, his voice, his his stewardship of the of oh the property goodness. and the ownership of that position behind He's the microphone. He's almost like Vin Scully status to you. Well, no, not Vin. But he's absolutely, you know, there's a man I would wish to shake his hand one day is Chris Collinsworth. Well done. Well done, young man. <laughs> Is that that's Sunday night? I think. I don't know who. I don't know what his he he got a new contract last year, so I think they're giving him more games. But 
I'm going to let you know that anytime he's on, we're turning the speakers up loud and I'm paying for all the food and your alcohol that you're going to need to get through those nights. Absolutely. (laughs) I don't know. We'll have to see what what happens with that. Oh my gosh. No, I'm going to turn it down is what I'm going to do. No, you're not. You can't turn it down. At least it's only one night out of the week. Well, unless, is he not doing any Thursday night games? Because remember last year they had the, the, who had the contract for the different games? Remember they were different, uh, ABC, NBC, Fox. There wasn't one guy who, there wasn't one organization. Yeah, well, Howie and, um, what's his name? And they they did did the, I think they did the pregame. And the halftime show. Halftime show. Yeah. Um. Well, you may have to put up with it more than once, just so you know. God help me. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, I don't know why. I think it's just because Gen X dad loves him so much that it bothers me, but I don't know. It is. That's the only reason. You have nothing bad to say about Chris at all. You do nothing. You have nothing bad to say. He's a great guy. And okay. shame on you for thinking bad things about Chris Collinsworth. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. <laughs> well, are we about done? We talked a little football. I'm sure this this one's not going to get any ratings at all. I wonder what guys are going to think. I I do know football, you guys. I've loved football since I was a little girl. She does. I used to watch Monday night football with my dad. I made sure I was home, 6 hey, o'clock, there's Mondays. a story you can tell everybody. About what? Your dad. Su- what about him? Super Bowl. Oh, I I do have a story to tell them about. I was like, what are we talking about? Um, my dad, when, you know, the NFL just started, they, my mom and dad had moved to L.A., and he was around when the first Super Bowl happened. And he ended up being a guest of a friend to go see Super Bowl One at the uh, Los Angeles Coliseum. Yep. And remember, if you think back, they had no idea that this was become a thing. No. It was just something to go do, kind of like an Olympic or just <laughs> like a college football game. But wasn't, my dad didn't actually... Didn't your dad say there wasn't even a lot in attendance or there was a lot? Um, I don't remember him saying well, that. Well, at, I mean, at that that's time... A big, that's a big Coliseum. Well, the Coliseum holds... It can hold over 120,000. Yeah. But I think it's right now... I think most of its life was about 100,000. Um, and I think the first Super Bowl was like 61,000 or 60,000. So yeah, there was a lot of empty seats when your dad went there. Well, yeah, but it was just such a freak thing. He wasn't planning on going. going. It was just, hey, I, uh, one of his friends calls up and goes, hey, I and got an extra ticket. You want to go? did you say you couldn't find that ticket? He kept the ticket stuff for a long time, but you couldn't find it? Yeah, I couldn't find it. I still haven't found it. Uh, do you remember who played? I was just looking it up. Chiefs and Packers. Yeah, that's and the right. The Packers... Um, Kick their ass. It was 1967. <laughs> the year I was born. You're welcome. It was before you were born. There was lots so of know. good things that happened in 1967. It was 1967. January of 67. Hey, it's all inclusive. Look at all the great things that happened in 1967. Yeah. My dad's the one that... that Taught me the game of football. Yeah. Um, when I was cheerleading in high school, I would rather watch the games than do anything else. No socializing. Loved it. When our kids played uh, football in high school, loved going to high school football games. Yeah. I love watching college football. That's really fun to watch. But I just football's been a big part of my life. So yeah. And did you ever get to see an NFL game in person? Yes, with you. Very, oh. My first one with you and Gen Z kid. You're welcome. And who did we see play, and where were we? The Rams at the Coliseum. Yeah. And who was it? I can't remember. The 49ers. Oh yeah, it was the 49ers. 
Yeah, that was the your first NFL game, the kid's first NFL game. He was scared. Remember, he's walking around because all the tailgaters, he's like, oh, I don't <laughs> like this, Dad. I'm like, relax. It's a whole different atmosphere. It that's certainly sure. is not like baseball games. It's, a, it's, it's <laughs> very different. So, But I think I'd rather watch it on television. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've been to some NFL games before. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't like it. Um, unless maybe, maybe if I was down low in the field, right on the line or something, I don't but know. I just so much dead time. Yeah. You know, I would rather, that I'd rather do stuff around my house. What's my favorite channel during football season that I want to watch on television oh, you every go, single year? You, came, you already came up and said, you're paying for the red zone this year. <laughs> I love the I red said, zone. I don't, you know, no, we're getting, I don't care. We're getting the red zone. I love the red zone. That's like all games inclusive in one. And I for get to see everything. For those of you guys who do not know what the NFL red zone is, imagine on your TV screen, um, eight games all in squares, and the commentator just switches to whichever one has some action going. Oh, it's great. And they blow it up on the screen, then they shrink it back down, and then they talk about this one, switch to that one. Hey, there's something going on here. He's about to kick a field goal. They zoom in on I mean, the red zone, you, she, Gen X mom will sit in front of the TV, about four feet from the TV, and her eyes are darting all around. She hates even getting up to go to the bathroom or to go get something to drink. You have no idea because I have my list of who my winners are from Pigskin Pick'em <laughs> on a piece of paper for that day. So I have all my all my picks. She used to tape it to the TV, but now with Red Zone, that would block one of the games. So we can't tape it up no. on TV. We so have I to sit hold there it. and I look at it and then I watch Red Zone to see where all my teams are. It's great. Now, here's so the thing good. that nobody knows about you. There's two things. One's a compliment, and one is not so much a compliment. <gasps> what? Yeah, can you believe that? There's things about you that aren't perfect. Imagine that. The one thing, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that's really uncanny is that the kid and I, or even when we have friends over, and I mean, we're talking guy friends that have been watching football for 25 years, like me, and we're watching stuff, and we, we we're watching closely. The and the the whistle blows, the flag comes out, and I'm like, what was that? Was that holding? Did anybody see what that flag was? <laughs> and out of nowhere, Jenix's mom goes, "No, it's pass interference." No, it was it was a running play. It doesn't matter. He hit the guy, um, you know, <laughs> before he went out of bounds. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That wasn't even on the screen. Watch sure it. Sure as shit. <laughs> She she sees the things, or she'll see something, and they'll call him down or a touchdown, and she'll go, no, it's going to get called back. His knee was down. What? We weren't even at a right angle to see that, and we argue with her. And then she just sits there like a smug cat, and nine times out of ten, she's right. We're like, oh, my fucking Christ. How did you see that? Just wait she, for it. She does it on the fly, not even on the replay. She catches it live. Now, that's the compliment. But wait a minute. You also have to tell him that I'm not the, the wife that, stays in the kitchen with the other wives no while, no I, I all the girlfriends and wives are in the can't kitchen do that. and they're all you know talking about their lives and their day and what food they're eating no nope. my chick is out here mixing it up and spilling beer with everybody <laughs> and we're getting to the comp to the part that is not the compliment she will scream at the ref she will throw things at the tv by the end of the game if it's a close game and her team is losing because of bad officiating Oh my God, have you, I've never seen a chick that you take this wonderful, sweet Gen X mom <laughs> who's sitting here with that, look, listen to her, listen to her giggle. It's so sweet and innocent. And by the fourth quarter with two minutes to go, if it's been bad officiating the whole game, 
she will be standing in front of the TV going, you motherfucker, you make one more call like that, I swear to God, I'll reach to this TV and rip your balls out. You better call this game right, get your fucking glasses if on. If Gen Z kid <laughs> ambushes me this season, he's going down. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I can just he see He could. It. He could walk up. Do you ever wonder what a Gen X thinks? Welcome, Gen X Tom. Mom, why are you upset at the game? Fuck off. There's 30 seconds left. Hey, Mom, I'm just trying to get a little thing here. She, oh, that would be perfect. That would not be perfect. <laughs> that would be great. I have told him I do not want to be ambushed. I will take him out. <laughs> I will take him out. And he stayed away. He has stayed away for a yeah, year and a half. Yeah, but he's a little bigger now. He could probably take a few punches from you this year. He's, yeah, well, we'll he's see. He's a foot taller. We'll see. All right, so I guess that's going to wrap up. Um, we talked about Pigskin Pick'em. You guys should all sign up for that. Go to the kids' website, GenXTalks.com. Man, I hope everybody liked this. Yeah, I, you know, I think the first part of it was pretty fucking dry. Like, the first 15 minutes sucked, but boy, it came on strong the rest of it, I'm telling you. The we'll last 30 minutes. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. The, we'll, we'll have to. I got to edit out a couple things in the beginning, but other than that, we're good. It's a good. It was a good show. Good program. All right. Program. So we predicted the Super Bowl, you and I. We did. Same teams, Bills. Are we going to do our Rams. bet in Vegas? Oh, yeah. You know, that was another story. We went to Vegas and we were at the Red Rock, which is one of our usual haunts. So we're not leaving it. And uh, <laughs> we went to the sports book and. I don't even remember when we did this. When, when did we do it this? It was the Bronco one, the 50th. I said when. I know the bet. I'm trying to try to talk about what time of year were we there. Like, um, oh, it was way before the season. It March. was, yeah, it was March. I think it was in March or so. Anyway, football season, it was spring training was just barely opening up. And she walked up and she placed a few bets. And one of them was on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. And it was a 40 to 1 Yes, it was. And she, when the Broncos started to make the playoffs and it looked like they might win, she ran upstairs and was up there for half an hour until she dug out that ticket and come running downstairs. She's like, oh my God, I still got it. I bet on the Broncos. I put it on the television. I taped it on the TV. I go, they're going. I was hoping when you came downstairs, I'm like, 40 to one. Oh, please tell me you bet like a thousand dollars or something. I don't remember what the bet was. It was $40, It turned out to be a great bet. Yes. I know you only put 40 bucks on it, but it was great. It worked out good. So, yeah, we should go to Vegas and place one more bet. We can place it on the Bills and the Rams. And and uh, I don't know they're, I don't know that they would give us good odds on that. I think everybody's going to be calling that one. I so. don't know, except the Buffalo Bills might be a good one to yeah. put on. But you got to do it now Yeah. before the season starts. All right, everybody, we're leaving for realsies this time. So, Gen <laughs> X Mom, say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm sure they did. With your soft, sweet voice, how could they not? Aww. Now, for the irritating guy who's got to say goodbye, thank you guys for hanging out. I know that most of you, this is going to be low ratings because most of you aren't going to want to listen to the NFL stuff. So we'll see how it goes. But she really wanted to do this one. This one was her idea. We'll get this edited and ready for the next uh, next drop right before the season starts. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for watching the TV shows and the podcasts and uh, the stupid fucking ambush videos. So wherever you're listening right now, we want to say thank you and we will catch all you guys on the flip side.